Hey friend, you are listening to the By His Grace podcast and I am your host, Misty Phillip. On today's show, I am excited to have Matt Brown with me. Now, before I introduce you to Matt, I wanted to let you know that Spark Media Collective podcasters now have a YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah, we launched it on Monday to feature short, inspiring videos from podcasters in the Spark Media Network. And I would so appreciate it if you would take time to subscribe to our channel and check out some of the encouraging content we have there. To celebrate the launch of the channel, we are highlighting a new Spark podcast every day this week. You can check out the content by going to Spark Media Collective on YouTube or you can watch those same videos through the Spark Media Network player on the sparkmedia.ventures website. Now, talking about inspiring content, I've got Matt Brown with me today. Matt is the founder of Think Eternity. He is a husband and dad, an evangelist, an author, and a podcast host. At Think Eternity, Matt curates powerful faith content to help you live the fulfilled life in Jesus. And don't we all want to live a fulfilled life in Jesus? Matt shares his mission at Think Eternity through four key focuses, and I love this. One is powerful faith content, two is digital missions, and three, outreach, and then four, impacting young influencers to do the same. Now, when I hear the words, think eternity, it always reminds me of the verse in Ecclesiastes 3.7 that says, he has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity into man's heart. We long for eternity because God placed eternity in our hearts. We all have a God-shaped hole within our heart that only he can fill. In my quiet time the other day, I was reading John 15. I want to share verses 5 to 12 with you from the ESV. It says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can't do anything. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. As the father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. You know, being a fruitful Christian will be known by our love. When we abide in God, we abide in love. 
and love for God and love for others. But our love must also be expressed through the lens of truth. Y'all know I love the Word of God. I love doing Bible study and reading the Word and spending time in prayer with the Lord. But I also have a very strong sense of what is right and wrong. And sometimes that can get me in trouble because things are very black and white for me. Speaking the truth in love with gentleness, kindness, and self-control doesn't always come as easy for me as speaking truth. So this is something that I'm personally working on in my life. I want to ask you this question. What would our world look like if Christians everywhere became known for both remarkable love as well as life-giving truth? We need both truth and love. We can't condone sin in the name of love. It is for sure a balancing act to have both, but it is a worthy pursuit, my friend. Because without love, you and I are just a noisy gong and a clanging cymbal. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I would so appreciate it if you would take a moment to leave us a review for this show and then go share it with a friend. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Matt Brown, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. Thank you, Misty. Great to be with you. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you today. We just had a good time in the preparing for the podcast. And so we're going to just jump right into it here. I want you to introduce yourself to the audience if they don't know who you are and kind of tell us about what led you to Think Eternity. So give us the background on who Matt Brown is. Yeah, sounds good. I, I came to Christ at an early age. My Parents were in a ministry, but they loved the Lord. They were involved in the, in our church. And one of my early, early memories in life was my mom leading me to the Lord. Since the call to ministry too at an early age. But when I was in my last year of high school, I was at a youth conference and I really sensed God speaking very specifically to me to be an evangelist, which is to take the message of the gospel to people outside the church and take it to people who need to hear it the most. And so I went to Bible college and during that time began to travel and preach. And basically, I think the call of God comes with this, this grace to do it, this passion, you know, I used to be introverted when I was younger, but I don't have any trouble with that now. And so it's almost like this is like this hand of God, I'm calling you to do something, I'm going to enable you, I'm going to empower you. And so just began to just feel this passion to look for any opportunities I could to preach, to do ministry. And remember being impacted. I really gained a passion to read too back then and being really impacted by a pastor, author who talked about just making, putting eternity, putting eternity in front of us so that we live for those values. 
And so as I was thinking of, you know, I'd been doing ministry for some years by that point, but as I was thinking of the name, I came up with, you know, I love Think Eternity, like let's live for eternal values. And, but really what we're doing, as you know, is, you know, people are so overwhelmed by the cares and pressures of life. And so we're, we're sharing powerful faith content to help people find fulfillment in God. We want to help people who don't believe in Jesus yet outside the church. You can find this incredible fulfillment in Jesus. But then we also want to share with the believer, like when you get weighed down by the world, you can come back to this incredible hope, this joy and this peace in Christ. And we got to keep having content to remind us to get back to it. That's why your show is so important as well. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, all we have to do is turn on the news or get online. And it seems like we're just in this bad news cycle, right? But we've got the good book and the hope of Jesus Christ. And so how do you encourage people to live that abundant life that God has called them to in the midst of the chaos of this world? Well, the, the biggest thing, obviously, is sharing the scripture because there's nothing like the word of God. Uh, no, no thought I'll ever come up with will be as good or even close to as good. And so it's sharing, you know, being in the scripture myself and sharing that. And then just allowing the Lord to speak to me about the things that are going on in my life, the things that I see going on in the world and allowing the peace that he gives me in that. Share that with others, too. So for a lot of times it's throughout the day. You're just going about your day. You're doing your work. You're taking care of your family. And for us now, my wife, Michelle, and I have been married for 17 years. We have four kids. We just had our fourth Congratulations. a few months ago. So we're, we got a full house. So just through the everyday of life, you know, as God just puts things in my heart, you know, from his word, just thoughts, encouragements, and just sharing those widely. Well, this is the first generation in history where we have this opportunity to be doing a podcast, right? to be writing not only a physical book, and now we can, so many of us can do that, but to write eBooks and digital, and then to share through social media networks. And of course, there's a lot of, a lot of challenges for our generation that come with being kind of the first generation to know what to do with these networks where we're all connected. But there's this amazing opportunity for the gospel. There's this amazing opportunity for encouragement. And I can tell you, I don't think the world can ever get enough encouragement. So it's kind of sharing encouragement and hope, but also with the truth of God. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Yeah, as we are sitting here, you know, you're in your home office, I'm in my home office, and this podcast is going to the ends of the earth. How incredible Amen. is that opportunity for us to lift up the name of Christ and to share the gospel this is a time like no other. Well, you know all about that because you are an author. We talked about that and we mentioned that and you have a podcast. So let's talk a little bit about your book because I'm really intrigued by the, the title of, of Truth Plus Love. And I think that a lot of people can speak truth, but it's not done in love or we can have love, but it there's no truth with it. So tell me a little bit about your book and, and the heart behind your book. Yeah, these are two of the great themes of the Bible. And there's so many scriptures about both. And sometimes, I'll, you know, I've, it's weird because for years I've been kind of processing these thoughts. And you nowadays you do it on Twitter or social media and you're sharing them and you get kind of real-time feedback from all sorts of different people. Sometimes not even people who follow you because someone retweeted it or whatever. And so often I'll get people saying like, no, you just, you just got to speak to God. You speak God's truth. It's the most loving thing you can do. You don't, you know, you don't need to worry about trying to be loving. And of course, we know that's not biblical. That's right. There, there are two separate traits that we're called to do. And 
The Bible very clearly defines love, not love according to our generation, not love according to this culture or that culture, but love according to God's word is kind. You know, it keeps no record of wrongs. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. And you can go down the list of First Corinthians 13. And so it defines love for us that is a separate trait than just speaking God's truth. Now, is it loving to speak God's truth? Oh yeah, for sure. Because we want to change someone's life, but that still it's separate things that we need to learn to be good at both. And you know, the reality is that most of us are one, a little bit lean more one way or the other. I'm a third born of four brothers you know, four boys in my family. And I tend to want to be a peacemaker. Yeah. I don't like to bring, present all the facts to make everyone agitated. Right. And I'm like <laughs> stir up the, the controversies in our world or, Speaking to all the political things that are going on, sometimes you have to. But for me, I just lean towards like, I want to bring peace. And I think there is a biblical call to that too, though. Absolutely. And so I, I'm, God has given me an easier gift in that uh, to try to be a peacemaker. We're called to have peace with God and the peace of God in our lives. But then we're called to work toward peace. The Bible says, as much as it depends on you, be at peace work with towards all. peace with everyone. Yeah. Right. And it, it also says in... First Corinthians, it says, do everything in love. And so for me, the background of this is uh, I was in ministry, you know, started 20 years ago, traveling and preaching. I was very like, just passionate about God, very intense. And I realized over the years that I was, that I was uh, definitely too intense. And I was judging spiritual maturity by how much you fast, how much you pray and how much you witness. Though I don't remember that I fasted that much back then, but it, you know, in my mind, it was this, you're supposed to share your faith with everyone. And all of those things are good. You know, prayer and fasting and, and witnessing are like incredible. Um, and God calls us to that. But uh, over the years, I began to realize, no, I think it's the fruit of the spirit. That's what spiritual maturity is. And so in the book, I, I go through chapter by chapter, the fruit of the spirit. And I just talk about how, what does the Bible say about love? What does it say about joy? What does it say about peace? What does it say about kindness, gentleness, and how can, can we grow in these? And I remember Misty joining a, a podcast and kind of sharing some of this back then uh, a few years ago and was talking to a very, uh, you know, very influential, effective pastor and their church had an extraordinary influence. And I began to talk about gentleness and it just didn't process with him. He, he didn't understand why, you know, when we're, sharing the truth of God. Why would we need to be gentle? So just thinking of one leader and one ministry, not understanding this and grasping what it really means to look like Jesus, that part of that is being kind, part of that is being gentle, according to the fruit of the Spirit and the fruit God works in our life. That's how you're supposed to carry the truth. How much it, it's so easy for us to miss that. And I, I feel like I missed that for a lot of years, to be honest with you. Not that, again, not that I was mean because I'm a third born, but, but yeah, I was intense. I was legalistic. And so what I started to realize was as we grow in love, as we grow in joy and peace, who, who doesn't want to be around someone like that? And it gives us influence for the sake of, of the truth. It gives us influence for the gospel. But it's important not just to walk in love and joy and peace, but to carry God's truth as well. I really feel like the love is what will draw people. It's what God is going to use to just make the gospel so sticky in people's lives. But it's the truth of God's word that has the power to change lives. And I had a, I had a gentleman that I've become friends with through the years that was one of my, you know, one of the guys I looked up to growing up, and that was, that's Daryl Strawberry, the baseball player. So he used to be a non-believer and really pursued a lot of the wrong things, really struggled with addiction. And I think it was in the late 90s, 
and it was, this was a journey, right? You can read about it in some of his books, but his, his wife came alongside of him and really spoke truth to him and began to disciple him through God's word. And I just think, what if we just said to people, Hey, you're okay as you are, you know, you just, you, you just, it's okay that you have addictions. We all have problems. You just keep living kind of in the mud and in the mire per se. Right. And instead she said, no, you know, God loves you, but he's calling you to something. He's calling you out of something. He's calling you to something. He has a greater plan in store for you. And that's what every single one of us needs to hear. We that's need the right. truth of God's word. If we, if we move away from any of the truths of God's word, we're moving away from the power to save. We're moving away from the power to change our lives. And the way I see it, Misty, is like a power cord. So like if we're going to say, ah, I don't agree with that part of scripture, we, we're unplugging the power cord of the power that can change our lives in so many good ways, by the way, for the better. That's right. You know, right. not for not for bondage, but for freedom and for fulfillment, because God gives you this incredible fulfillment. So he, every single part of scripture is for our benefit, uh, rightly understood, right? Right, really, rightly brought to us. It's going to bless us. It's going to help us. It's going to bless our families. It's going to bless our relationships. It's going to fill us with so many good things. And so that's why God did it. It's a love letter. The scripture is a love letter to us, right? So it's, it's there to, it's there to do an incredible work in our lives. Yeah. And sometimes that is correcting us. Like, you know, all scripture is God breathed, right? It's there for reproof and correction and instruction and righteousness. But I I agree with you completely that we have to, we have to respond in love. And sometimes it's easy to love people that are lovable. It's more difficult to love people that are not kind or not loving towards us. I recently went through something and was treated unfairly, unkindly. And my, I had a dinner with my friend and she said, how are you going to respond? And I said, well, how would Jesus respond? I said, the fruit of the spirit is love. Amen. Yeah. And then that's a hard, that's a hard thing for us to do because in our flesh, you know, we want to lash out. We want to say, you're wrong. I'm right. But it's also that soft answer that turns away wrath. And so if we can reconcile that relationship with that other person and give them grace and express love towards them, knowing that we're all created in God's image. And I just saw something on on social media today. It said, every person's eyes you look into are loved by God, whether they know that they're loved by God or not. And so as believers, we have an incredible opportunity to give grace when we've been wrong, to forgive, to love. So I love that you talk about both the truth and love. And in the hardest place in the best place to start with this is at home. It's with our family, uh, for me, with my wife, Michelle, with our four kids, you know, when sometimes with strangers and even social media or with, with just, uh, uh, acquaintances, it's so easy to be the nice person in those moments, but it's the it, success is really the people who know you the best yeah. respecting you the most. And so what do we need? We need the Lord's help to do it. God, please work in me by your spirit. And what I've realized is if we make the fruit of the spirit a filter for our decisions of what we say and how we act when we're frustrated, and it doesn't mean we're perfect. None of us are going to be perfect, right? We're, we're going to all That's mess right. up. That's okay. It's, it's, it happens every day. But to work towards that, to say like, Lord, not only do this in me, but I'm going to aim to be gentle to my family. I'm going to aim to be kind. I'm going to aim to be loving. I want to, you want to tell your family, you know, how much they mean to you every day. 
and you want to tell your kids how important they are to you every day. No one can ever get too much of that, right? So that's right. We start at home, but then it expands out to our sphere of influence, and of course, the world. You know, Mother Teresa once said, "Someone asked, how do we bring world peace?" She said, "Go home and love your family." So that's this right. is the micro level. That's where we start, and that's where we pray God will work it in us the most. But then, of course, man, the world needs this kind of love. That's right. Probably now more than ever. So as I was doing a little research on you and and spending some time on your website, I saw this theme of fulfillment. And, you know, you've got an ebook about fulfillment that we can put, if you give us a link, we can put it in the show notes so that people can find you. But can you share some ideas with us on how we can be fulfilled as believers today? Yeah, hundred percent. So, I mean, I, I just realized after all these years, 20 years of doing ministry, the podcast, right, with uh, Access More, Think Eternity with Matt Brown, the books, preaching and all of these things. What is, what is my heart? Well, it's to help people, to help the non-believer find, they can have this incredible fulfillment in life, but not in themselves, not in something they work up, but in God. Every single one of us is looking for fulfillment. You can find it in the gospel, Jesus Christ. And it's the most amazing thing in the world. Like, it's, it's hard to put words around it or to describe it except to experience it yourself. But it's available to you, not by being good enough to come to God, but by trusting in what Jesus did on the cross for you. That's how each one of us receives the grace of God in our lives. It's by faith. It's trusting that God has done the work we can't do for ourselves. But also for the believer, it's so easy to get bogged down by things, right? So like, this is a time of very negative news. This is a time of very much chaos around the world. There's so much going on. I mean, we could go into it. People see it. I remember reading a book uh, about a president a few years ago, and it was about the early 1900s, and it sounded just like this time, actually. Like everything that was going on, it was like, there's so much negative news, there's so much of this going on. And because of that, there's so much, they used, they called it nervous disorders back then, but we call it mental health now. Yeah. You know, it, it messes with us. And what we need to do is just keep getting back to the truth and the encouragement and the promises of God's word. That's how we get fulfillment. That's how we come back to our fulfillment, to remember our hope, to remember our joy, to remember the peace we have in Christ. And we do that by connecting to the Word of God. You know, R.A. Tori once said, and he's the close associate of D.L. Moody, and he said, Christians who want God's power but neglect the Bible abound in the church. But the power that belongs in, to God is stored up in the great reservoir of his own word, the Bible. So we need to just keep getting in contact with the word of God, whether that's opening our Bible app for a few minutes each day, reading one of the Bible plans or reading the scripture there, getting into the word of God. But it's also through stuff like your podcast, through my podcast, through Christian books. It's through following the right voices on social media that are going to continue to prompt us back to the heart of worship. Yeah. Back to the heart of, of hope that God's given us. And so what I realized was, and this was, this is actually biblical. This is from Matthew 13. So it talks about the, the gospel comes to some people as a seed and it creates this incredible joy, but it can get snatched away by the cares of life and by the deceitfulness of wealth. And so scripturally it's saying like the cares of life can snatch away the joy that you have in the gospel. Even as a believer, you know, you're not just guaranteed, you know, there's, there's certain things God calls us to do to remain in his 
joy to remain in his peace you know and so essentially it's just we need to keep re- reconnecting with god and so content helps us do that right it, it prompts us back to that place so that book that uh, ebook is available for free we just want to make it available to people it's five spiritual keys to find fulfillment in god and i'll definitely give you that link for the show notes and i would love if it's an encouragement to people and, and that's our goal we, we everything we're putting out we want to help you get back to your hope and your joy and your peace because we know that you're going to walk out your purpose better in that if you're if you're in that place. That's right. Yeah. So let's talk about your podcast a little bit and tell me kind of the focus of Think Eternity with Matt Brown. What what are the things that you talk about on your show? It's very similar in the sense that like we want to help people find fulfillment in God. We also focus on people who want to live a focused life, people who want to live a passionate life and people who want to step into the God's purpose for them. They want to be a history maker. So that's what it's about. Every week there's great guests. It's just been such a privilege to do this for the last four years in the last few years with Access More, which is a part of K-Love and Air One Radio. And they have so many amazing podcasts on there. They've got their own app for all of that. And, you know, just just thinking of recent guests, I just had a, a gentleman named Jonathan Beasley. His dad was a famous evangelist named Manly Beasley Jr. who went through some terrible illnesses for like the last 15 years of his life. And through that, God taught him these amazing lessons of faith. So that was one of them. Uh, a few months ago, I had Nikki Cruz, who is a who was a gang member, son of Satanists in Puerto Rico, and a skinny country preacher named David Wilkerson came and preached in the <laughs> hardest parts of New York City, and and he gave his life to Christ. His story is amazing. I actually read in one of his books that he's preached the gospel to more people than anyone except for Billy Graham, which is crazy. But his his compassion, his heart, and that I mean, I was I was shaken by that interview with him. There's so many like that. But the goal is, again, just for you as a listener, just to just to be encouraged in your faith, to be stirred up, to, you know, to live a life of focus, passion, and purpose. Yeah, that's amazing. Now, there's one more little part of this that I'd like to discuss, and that is this young influencer network that you have kind of helped to bring in, you know, these younger people who are, are influencing the world and, and, and maybe doing some discipleship or tell me tell me about that. Yeah, totally. It's not exactly a network, although that I love that you use that that phrase, but it's really just a loose knit friendships in a heart. It's really a heart. So about 10 years ago or so, I felt God give me a burden. Of course, you know, when I when I sensed the call to evangelism, social media wasn't around actually. So it was a few years after that that all of a sudden MySpace pops up and my older brother John forces me on some of these early social media networks. I was not an early adapter at all. Not with podcasts either or really anything, but I'm the guy who once I start doing it, I don't stop. And so I'm still going on some not MySpace, <laughs> but on a lot of those things. And I'm I'm, I'm just trying to be effective for the kingdom. Yeah, I just I just had a heart as I've seen all these young people because of course young people here and there go viral. Nowadays it's TikTok, but it used to be all sorts of platforms and they're sharing content. I thought, who's discipling these guys? Who's encouraging them? So I just I just felt like God gave me this heart. So I began to gather them for different influencer days and I began to and it would be different each time. I'd invite different people and whoever could make it, you know, was always different. But really, it's been now hundreds of young leaders that I've just tried to be an encouragement to, really with no agenda. I'm not trying to get them to do something for our ministry, but I just want to be, you know, in the words of Dave Ferguson, who's a pastor in in Illinois, I want to be a hero maker. I want to make a hero out of others who will then turn around and make a hero out of others, which is basically saying, I want to make disciples who make disciples. And so just the desire and kind of a heart from God. So, you know, really every single week I'm connecting with new people 
and just I want to hear the story. And so, honestly, if you're an influencer listening to this right now, I'd love to connect with you. To you know, I'm just throwing that out just to say I really care about the next generation. I want to be a blessing to them. And that's been that's just been such a privilege and a wonderful thing to be a part of. I'd encourage you to you guys as you listen to to do that. Look for people around you that you can lift up, and encourage, speak into their life. I know God will use you uh, in amazing ways. That's that's so good. Well, that I think is a great place to stop this episode. Matt, thank you so much for being on By His Grace today. We'll put links to everything in the show notes where people can connect with you further. So thanks so much. Yeah, it's an honor. And what an amazing network you have of all these shows and podcasts. Thank you for what you're doing, Misty. It's a huge privilege to be on with you. Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Phillip, and I would love to connect with you there. 